Hi everyone and welcome back to the podcast. I'm Kat Healy and I'm back with a short reflection for you as we settle into the new year. I hope you enjoyed the holidays as much as possible given the circumstances. It feels strange to wish you a happy new year as such, but I'd like to pass on an alternative that was sent to me by a good pal this past week. They wished me and my family a hopeful new year. This seems more apt, more in the spirit of focusing on the positive steps and actions that we can take to keep in touch and support each other during this next period of lockdown. It's with a sense of hopefulness that I'm sharing reflection on the 6th of January, which, in the traditional Christian calendar, is known as the Epiphany, the Feast of the Three Kings or Three Wise Men. I know that some people celebrate the Epiphany on the 5th of January, and of course the Orthodox Church celebrate it on the 19th of January, (laughs) but for the purpose of this podcast, I'll go with today. In Greek, the word Epiphany literally means to appear, or manifestation, and the celebration dates as far back as the 2nd century to honour the baptism of Jesus. It was around the 4th century that the Western Church began following it, as the day the wise men were led by the star to visit baby Jesus, such as in the Nativity, where they bring him gifts of gold, representing his royalty, frankincense, his divinity, and myrrh, his humanity. The Epiphany is widely celebrated today, usually with parades and holidays and feasts. In France, they enjoy the Galette des Rois, which means cake of kings. And in some countries, Catholic children even receive gifts thought to be delivered by the three wise men. If the epiphany seems familiar in a more secular sense, well, that's because the 6th of January is now widely acknowledged as the 12th night. It's the 12th night, which is sadly, the day most of us take down our Christmas decorations. And this is based on a vague superstitious idea around bad luck. Keep them up too long and you'll get bad luck. Take them down too early and you'll get bad luck. Personally, I'll admit, I find the process of taking down the tree and packing away the lights to be tinged with a hint of sadness, a feeling as though something is ending after the festivities. Well, it turns out we can blame the Victorians for this, as it was they who decided that the 12 days of Christmas was sufficient time for festivities and decorations, as they were very keen to get everybody back to work. Sounds about right. However, I did read that before this, the Tudors were celebrating Christmas right through until the 1st of February. And again, some people today keep their decorations right through until Candlemas Day, which is on the 2nd of February. So, if you are feeling a little dreary and not yet ready to part with your twinkling tree, then I say, give yourself permission to enjoy them for a little while longer. The Epiphany, it seems, is a good time to ready ourselves for the year ahead a time for revelation and the manifestation of hope. Perhaps we can use this time to clear out our heads and get our priorities straight. If you can, I encourage you to join me in a mindful moment of reflection and consider, now that we find ourselves in another period of lockdown, what is worth paying attention to? Instead of allowing ourselves to be dragged into flashes of frayed nerves and anxiety, bits of doom scrolling and fearful what-ifs. Perhaps we might choose to focus our attention on that which keeps us positive, creative and compassionate to ourselves and to each other.
This week's winter poem is Poem for a New Year by Matt Goodfellow. It beautifully captures the sense of anticipation about the year ahead, the things that might stay the same or even change unexpectedly. Poem for a New Year by Matt Goodfellow. Something's moving in. I hear the weather in the wind, sense the tension of a sheep field and the pilgrimage of fins. Something's not the same. I taste the sap and feel the grain, hear the rolling of the rowan ringing, singing in a change. Something set to start. There's meadow music in the dark and the clouds that shroud the mountain slowly, softly start to part. Thank you again for listening and as part of my own need to stay connected and keep creative, I've decided to push on with this podcast. It certainly keeps me searching for moments of personal reflection and makes good use of my fascination with and enjoyment of poetry. Next week, I'll be back with the first of a short series focusing on Scotland's most famous poet, Robert Burns, in preparation for a stay-at-home Burns night on the 25th of January. I'll leave you now with a song I recorded in December. Vene Domine et Noli Tardare. And I hope it will inspire a sense of inner peace and light. Thank you again and please do stay healthy and hopeful. Thank you.